welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today, I'm really pleased to announce that we have a special guest, Cody Verwood. And I, I hope I cracked that right, but I'm not really Dutch, so it's, it, the pronunciation might be a bit, bit hairy-fairy, but anyway, I tried. So, and I just, a little bit about Gertie first. Gertie um, is a, a self-leadership coach, I call her, but she helps people find themselves to me uh, by taking them into nature. Um, and we're going to be talking about that. Gertie lives in Austria and, and I said, guides leaders into the quiet expanse of nature. <laughs> Depending how, how, how far she guides you, probably depends on how many days you want to be guided, I, I guess. Um, but, but I know one thing that she certainly helps you find yourself and which then helps you to be, be connecting with yourself. Because when you connect with yourself, you connect with nature. You connect with nature, you're connecting with yourself. And that, to me, from Soul Inspire, that just says exactly what I, what I, what I believe in. Um, and, that, and at the end, it just helps people to find their authenticity. Yep. So, Gertie, welcome. And we were talking a bit before we started uh, this podcast about what nature really means to people and what people, you know, what, what it means to people and what people mean to nature in, in a mm. way. Yeah. So what's your take on that? First of all, thank you for having me. Um, and yes, nature is incredibly important to me. Um, I believe strongly we are part of nature. And I also believe that many people have forget, forgotten that. Many cultures yeah. have forgotten that. You're right. Um, when I can't quite remember, but I think it was around 2010 or something that um, the balance shifted a little bit where the world population, a, lo the lo a larger part of the world population was living in cities than was living in the countryside. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, it was the other way around. So now in 2020, we definitely have more people living in cities detached from nature mostly than we have people living in the countryside with nature. Yeah. And when you hear how people speak about humanity, about the, the human species, they speak in a way where they are completely de detached from nature. Yeah, it's like yeah. We have, for, as, a, you, as a species, we have forgotten that we are a species. And um, I myself was sort of a victim of that. As a kid, I always played outside. I was one of those kids that was completely fasc fascinated by stories of um, nature or when nature mm. played a really big character. One of my yep. favorite books still is... Um, the Jungle Books with the story okay. of Mowgli. Yeah, yeah, the books. You know, the books. And I was completely fascinated by how this little boy was living with all these animals yeah. And, yeah. And, part, and being part of nature. We are part of nature. We're just another species. That's you know? so true. Exactly right. And, and we don't think of ourselves like that. No, a lot of people think that they're separate. Like, I'll go into nature, yeah. so it's a separate entity. It's not. Yeah. No, yeah. it isn't. And I... I very clearly experienced that when I, about 15, 16 years ago, for the first time went into the mountains to hike. 
I'm Dutch. I was born in a country without mountains. Mm, yeah. And about 15, 16 years ago, I went into the mountains and a funny thing happened. It was as though my body and my spirit, my soul, um, heaved a sigh of relief and were like, oh, finally, she's taken us somewhere where she, where we want to be. Yeah, we're at peace. We're at peace. Yeah. We are, we feel like we're, I felt like I was coming home. My entire yeah. being knew I was somewhere where I was, where I was supposed to be. Now, I'm not yeah. saying yeah. everybody needs to come to the mountains. Please don't. Mm. But um, I believe that when we, find ourselves in what is the right environment for us we can feel it and it's a yep. feeling it's very hard to describe it is something that you have to experience um i a couple of weeks ago somebody asked me why is it why are these mountains so important to you why is it so important to you that you actually move to the mountains and i couldn't explain it I got emotional about it, by, <laughs> but I couldn't explain why these mountains are so important to me. Why, when I visited my family in the Netherlands and I come back and I come over the pass driving uh, into the valley where I live and I hmm. see these big mountains on the other side, it feels like I'm coming home. Because uh, uh, yeah, because being in touch with nature, to me, it's it's not a conscious thought, it's a feeling. It's, it's a feeling, feeling of belonging. Experience. Exactly. Uh, so... My business is Dare Greatly Coaching, and in non-COVID times, like you described, I bring people into nature with me, yep. especially those people who work really hard, who work at high management, maybe even executive level, and have been spending so much time at work and so much time thinking and doing and being pushed around, perhaps, and slowly losing control of what, of life, They're, you know, it's it's that they need time to, to step away from all that busyness to actually have the time for themselves and to have the quiet to think, to not be immersed in that environment all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I happen to believe that nature is one of the best places where you can find this. Now, I happen to love mountains. I've got a good friend who loves the ocean and I'm sure people, some people will find at the ocean or on the ocean what I find in the mountains. And doesn't really matter, but take yourself out of that city yeah, environment, yeah. that urban environment. Because I I think, and it's even my the tagline for my company, it's connect with nature, connect with yourself. Mm. And we were talking a little bit before. Um, I recently found a quote by um, a, a British sculpture that was that's called um, his name is Andy Goldsworthy. Yeah. He said what I think describes perfectly what we are talking about. He said, we often forget that we are nature. Nature is not something separate from us. So when we say we have lost our connection to nature, we've lost our connection to ourselves. Very true, spot on, because it's, and that's, you find that, like, you find peace with nature, it helps you find peace within yourself. Yeah. That, absolutely no doubt. And when you go into nature, that's what happens. And that's what you're doing. Item, mm. uh, and I look forward to you taking me up the mountain at some point. Won't be very big. It'll be a minor little hill, but I'll, we'll, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll at least go up. We'll go up a little incline. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because it to me and I my uh, not much that much night. There's some nice uh, rainforests here in Singapore, mm. um, but there again, you get out into that. Doesn't matter where it is, but you're in nature. You yeah. watch. 
native animals, flora and fauna, move around, breeze blowing tree, all those things, that's nature, being yeah. nature. And I think that's yeah. when it, it helps you be at peace with yourself. Yeah, it's very true. And it's, you know, when you have been immersed in work for so long, sometimes you just need quiet and you need it for more than just an hour. You know, it's, it's like um, you, you almost need to leave a need to make, take a brief vacation almost, you know, and I, I prefer to bring people into nature for yep. at least three days. There's been uh, research has been done more and more research is being done um, about the effects of nature that what the effects of nature on our brains and on our bodies. Yeah. And there's a um, Professor David Strayer, um, the University of Utah, uh, I think it's called. Um, David Strayer has done research and he has found that when people spend three days, at least three days in nature, where they are disconnected from uh, internet and their mobile phones. So there's no way that city life and work life can intrude yep. on their experience there. Uh, by day number three, what happens is their, he calls it their working brain. It's like the working partition on your hard drive yep. of your computer. Yeah. Every now and again, you have to clear that space up just to make your hard drive perform better again. And that's what happens when on that day three. And they don't know yet why it's day three, but it, in most cases, it's on that particular day. Hey. It's your working, that working part of your brain is sort of wiped clean. All the things that are not really important that were causing you stress nonetheless are dropped, dropped by the wayside. And you have you have a clear head again. Hey, and that's so if you uh, I can understand stay, that. If you stay in nature shorter, that doesn't really happen. You still have benefits, but not that particular benefit. And if you then have say two, maybe three more days in nature, you can actually use that time to fill that space up again with bright ideas, with solutions hey. to problems that you were running into, and sometimes just with peace and quiet. Hey. Yeah. So, you in know, effect, yeah, it declutters your, declutters your mind. It gets exactly. rid of old, used bits of software Things. programs you don't need. And yeah. the mind's very clever. It gets rid of the stuff it knows it doesn't need. Exactly. You, don't, you may not know that. That's why you're holding on to it. But, yeah. but nature says, no, that, those bits you don't need. And ping, off it goes because exactly. all the important bits stay. And it's... Yeah. It, it it's it's just nate well i say nature's way it's we we are nature it but is. it's it's our own internal way of decluttering our mind exactly. and it's so powerful we're, we're talking a bit before team before we started the podcast mm. just how how important it is not to overwork and that in other words say be focused on the quantity of hours you work not the quality and yeah. this is really what you're helping by decluttering your brain yeah. You're actually creating quality hours when you get back to work, not exactly. cluttered by the fact that you've got doing all these things and your mind's full, and it actually affects you. You're actually working a lot longer hours to do the same thing. You could do a lot quicker mm. if you didn't have the cluttered brains. It's like a like the computer. You're saying it takes a lot longer to think. You get rid of a lot of excess programs. It's very quick to think and very quick to arrive at a solution. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's you know it's. We, of course, I do more when I take clients into the mountains with, with me just 
um, other than just taking them into the mountains with me. And at the same time, you know, I don't want people to take away from this conversation that they actually always have to go into some, you know, into some bit of nature where you're not yeah. connected. No. You, you, sometimes going into a park and sitting under a tree can do. It's just taking time to reflect. It could be just some time, form of meditation. Some exactly. taking some time and of meditation. It, and, and, yeah. And find it when you start looking for it, you can find nature almost anywhere, hmm. even in big cities. You know, um, when you start looking for it, you you see, uh, you live on the, in the southern hemisphere, or you know, yeah. I live in the northern one. So where I live, it's winter right now. But when spring starts, and uh, and you have an eye for it, you can see small flowers coming up through the crack of, cracks in the pavement. Yeah, yeah. Now there's. Um, falcons nesting on high rises in in the middle of big cities you know and if if you have an eye for it you see butterflies everywhere if you you i stop for um and not when i'm driving because i can't see them but when i'm walking you know yeah. i stop for for caterpillars crossing the road or you mm. know those kinds of things and i look at those those animals in wonder because when you really look at them with the wonder of a child with the curiosity of a child a caterpillar is an amazing animal. Yeah. You know, so yeah. if you give yourself the assignment to walk slowly when you walk from A to B and give yourself the assignment to look for bits and pieces of nature, you will find that there is more nature around you than you think. Oh, I agree I, with that. Uh, yeah. I heard a... Um, uh, what's the name? She's the she's the author of a book, uh, The Nature Fix. Florence, Florence something. I heard an interview with her um, recently, and she said something along the lines of, um, "Ask an adult what nature uh, what nature they have in their surroundings, or what nature they like. Uh, what is nature?" And they will talk about, "Well, it's a national park, or it is, uh, mm. uh, you know, the, the the Alps, or that kind of hey. thing." Ask a kid, and a kid will talk about the, you know, the frog in the pond and that uh, that worm that was, uh, you know, <laughs> that he brought into the, the kitchen. The, li the, li the lizard that's on the on the wall. Yeah, on the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. You know, they, they see nature in places where we adults have forgotten that it exists. Yeah. So that's that. For example, in these COVID times, that's one of the things that I tell my clients to look for. You know, to start looking for those little bits of nature that the kids or the grandkids or whoever, or the nieces and nephews. Yeah, it makes a difference. So. Yeah. Like know, I, yeah, yeah. so I run regularly and I, I run and I try not to. I, I don't wear earphones and listen to because mm. I run now. Sure. Yeah. And I don't try to run near traffic, but I, I have to go mm. through a bit of traffic to get to where I want to get to. And I run down a canal and there's, and there's a, a, a nature strip on either mm. side of the canal. It could be, but it doesn't matter. A couple of trees, yeah, and it's quite fascinating. Just, and I just enjoy listening to the birds. Mm. Like you mm -hmm. said before, walk slowly and enjoy it. I, I'm not that quick when I run, so that <laughs> that's the same thing, right? Me running and someone walking slowly, yeah. but it's amazing. I just do it to 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 be aware of what's around me, even if it's people speaking. That's nature. True, you know. That's and yeah. to me. I, because people are nature, and yeah. it, it's certainly that's where I get the therapeutic uh, advantage out of running is just by 
being aware of what's around me. Exactly. And it's, it's when giving yourself time to slow down in some way, even when you're running, but you're aware of, of so you, you are giving through running your brain time to slow down. That's right. Yeah. And um, it doesn't really matter what modus you use to reach that effect. But when you start becoming aware of that again, you can you start to become aware of yourself again. Yeah, yeah. And you know when you find, I can be completely fascinated by the fact that um, when you start looking at the smallest particle of our body, which is an atom or an eon, mm -hmm. or, you know those those particles. Um, and you start thinking about the smallest particle of a caterpillar or of the birds that you were talking about yep. or even of a rock or that pebble on the on the ground it is that same single atom yeah. you know and the only reason why we call that a, a pebble and not a human being is because somebody at some point thought well let's call it a pebble and that's, that's right. all those other things. It's uh, just a, a different distant configuration of energy, that's all. Yeah, it's a config, yeah. exactly. So basically what that means is that we're all part of each other and everything right. is a part of, of everything. So somebody said uh, the other day, uh, you can be connected with yourself without being connected with nature. And I, I don't believe that. When, yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd when you come to the conclusion that we are all everything is part of everything, you cannot be connected truly to yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's and to me, so you can be connected to yourself, but that's you, that's your mind telling you you're connected with yourself, but truly being connected with yourself, that's a feeling. Yeah, but, exactly. And, and it's just your mind trying to analyze. Oh, yeah, I'm connected with myself, but it's it's a feeling that. People who really feel it don't necessarily go around saying I'm connected with myself because it's no. just it's just a being. Yeah. It's a way of living. Yeah. So to actually consciously talk about it too much means you're trying to tell yourself you are, but you're not. That's how I often see it, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 And it is like that person asking me the question, what makes that you feel at home in the mountains? What is that feeling? Can you please explain it to me? Hey. And I can't. No, it's just a feeling. I've tried. And I, I'm actually starting a podcast to talk to other people who I know have a deep connection with nature and, um, you know, have their own integrated that in the way they live and integrated that in the way they work. May, and maybe hope, there's a little bit of hope inside of me that they will be able to express what I haven't been able uh, to express uh, yet. Uh. But so far, it is something that you have to experience. It's something that you have to feel. And it's really challenging to accurately describe what that feeling is like. Yeah. I'm sure there's some people who are quite poetic in their expression, probably, yeah. and that's probably why they're probably famous poets. Um, but exactly. I know what you're saying. It's, it's, it's one of those things you feel it and that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's probably like, Gertie, it's like love, right? Why do you love this person? I don't know. It's a feel <laughs> like it's very hard. We, so you start to explain, oh, well, they're good looking or they're this or that, but it's all the physical things. But, yeah. but in essence, it's the feeling that you get, yeah. right? It's yeah. the same with the, with love with your children, whatever it is, it's a feeling. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, so and, hard. And I'm, to many things. I'm not a, 
Yeah, I'm many things. I'm not a poet, so I don't um, have. I haven't uh, found the words yet. No, I'm a, I'd be very, be very, very optimistic to have me in the same sentence as the word poet. That'd be, that'd be true. <laughs> that'd be true. Look, on that note, it's it, it's been great to talk to you today, and it's hmm. to me um, what you do is is quite important, and and to me you can really help yeah. executives get in touch with themselves, which is really what soul inspired leadership's all about. Um, exactly. And it's, it, it's, uh, well, but just to say what you're saying before that we are nature. We're mm-hmm. not, we're not, nature's not a separate thing that we go into in a sense. Well, we are, but we are nature. We need to recognize that. And, and that's what we get. That's what we forget when we're in, when we're in the cities. We just don't I think see that's enough of why- it. Yeah, I think that's why we talk about going into nature because we have to leave. Yeah, we got to physically leave, yeah, and that's and that's right. I agree. Mind. No, I agree. That's yeah. one of the things. Um, but the key is to to enjoy nature wherever you are, albeit yeah. uh, albeit a gecko climbing across across the yeah. ceiling. The fact yeah. is, it's it's not going to leave a mess on the ceiling. You've got to clean it up. It's the fact that it's nature, and exactly. wherever wherever nature is. Re- uh, experience it and, and enjoy yeah. it for what it is. Exactly, exactly. And make it, once you've had that experience, you make it part of the way you live your life. And it's it becomes part of um, the way you lead. That's you know, right. And whether you lead in business or in your own business or in the company you work for, the organization you work for, or with your kids. You know, it doesn't really matter. We all are leaders in some way, shape or form. You know, I don't have kids myself, but I've got nieces and nephews. And I'd like to think that in my own way, I'm setting an example for them. That's right. By showing them how important nature is and how how we, as being part of nature, also have to take care of it. And and that's that connectivity with nature. It means you're connecting with yourself because you are nature. Yep. Right. And the more you connect with yourself, the more consistent and balanced you are in your life yep. because you're not the letting your head rule. Yeah, the more authentic you are, you're not letting your head uh, rule your life. It's your heart that's ruling your life. Hence, yep. soul inspired. Exactly. And that's what leadership's about: the consistency yep. and the and the authenticity. So, Gertie, Gertie, I've got to say it now, Gertie. Thanks for being on our show, and I'll get it right one day. Thank you. I'd love it. <laughs> and, and it was great to, great to chat. So thanks for listening, everyone out there. Thanks for listening. <laughs>